full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and AJ Salveson with you here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming online, 106.9thefan.com on the 106.9thefan mobile app. And wherever you find podcasts, our shows are there as well. And not just our shows, but a lot of uh, past interviews that we've done. Last week, AJ, we had a very busy week talking to a lot of different coaches, high school football coaches, uh, Utah State football coaches, and Utah State football players. So if you've been uh, jonesing for some football coverage, man, a lot of it's there in our podcast archive. So go check that out, 1069thefan.com. And AJ, it's uh, these uh, first several practices are in the books for Utah State football, high school football getting ready for their season openers. Some it'll be their home openers as well. Uh, big week in sports here in our neck of the woods. Yeah, we're already there. That's crazy. High school football is already here. You know, I was talking to a, a good friend of mine, Luke Lofthouse, um, <laughs> and we were talking about how the, like the season used to start the third or fourth week of August. And now it's starting week two of August. And the season would end. When we were in the state championship, we made that run to the title game in 01. Our semifinal game, no, our championship game was the week before Thanksgiving. And now it's like the first week of November. So, yeah, everything kind of increases and speeds up on you now more than it used to. Well, and uh, actually the postseason is um, – there aren't as many postseason games, at least for 4A, yeah. because they've totally eliminated a region in 4A in the center, center part of the state. So they could be done by Halloween, right? Uh, I could tell you. How would that bracket look like now? Because you're right. I, I actually didn't think about that, that there could be two – with two regions, that's only 12 teams – so the first round is October 22nd, 23rd. Second round is the 29th. Sometimes could be on the 30th. Uh, those are at home sites. And then the semifinals, November 5th and 6th, and the championship, November 12th so, at the University of Utah. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah. But season starts this week on Friday. And uh, here, just quick rundown of who's playing whom and where and how you can follow along. Bear River is going to be at Morgan. Rod Zundel, great broadcast name that most people here will recognize. Certainly those in Box Elder County, Bear River area, will know and love. He's going to be the new voice of the Bear River Bears this year. So they open on the road at Morgan. That'll be heard on 104.9, the ranch in Box Elder County. Skyview opens up their defense of 4A championship at uh, excuse me at home versus Harriman. That'll be heard here on the fan. Green Canyon's at home. They host Crimson Cliffs. Logan is on the road. Uh, excuse me, Green Canyon, by the way, that'll be heard on 100.9 FM. 
And that'll be Craig Hislop calling the play-by-play for the Green Canyon Wolves. Logan I Grizzlies, they're on the road. They're going to be at Viewmont. Hall of Famer Al Lewis will be calling that game. Ridgeline, they're on the road at Bonneville. And uh, that'll be on 104.5 The Ranch. Dave Simmons, Nick Zollinger on the call there. And then Mountain Crest will be at Stansbury. That'll be on 107.7 FM here in Cache Valley. And you can, you're probably going to be able to watch a lot of these games, actually. We're rolling out some new equipment, a new way of doing high school We need everybody to sports. say a prayer in unison that it actually works. We ran some tests on <laughs> Friday with some of the scrimmages. Went mostly well. The only reason it didn't go 100% is we had a technical issue back here at the old station with a computer. But that's getting addressed. So we're excited to be able to uh, kind of roll out a new way of following local high school sports. And you can follow along on cashvalleydaily.com to uh, watch these games. Some of them might not be able to be broadcast uh, or uh, live streamed with video. Um, some venues don't allow for that. But uh, we're doing our best to create that coverage and uh, bring it to you. So stay tuned for that. Pretty exciting stuff, Yeah, it actually. is pretty cool. Because uh, now I can see all of AJ Knight's mistakes. I'm like, wait a minute. No, that wasn't <laughs> Jonathan Jones catching that ball. That was William Will catching that ball. No, I'm excited. Like, it's cool to be able to watch the games now. So here's, well, I guess it's not going to matter because you'll be able to hear their voices anyways. But not only can you hear the game, but you can see what's going on with the action. Our sponsors are going to get taken care of very well as, uh, as well, and that will be pretty fun to see. Um, it'll be fun. And, you know, if you can, you can record it for instant replay. I don't know if that's possible. But, uh, you know, in case we have a, a, you know, finish at the end like we did against Ridgeline and Bear River, <laughs> hopefully we have a good camera view angle. We can, <laughs> we can be part of instant replay. Uh, yeah, let's go to the CashValleyDaily.com page. Uh, let's see if we can find a, <laughs> find uh, the uh, the re- replay on that. We can make an official call. <laughs> Be cool. Let's let's uh, let's just make sure that it's on before we start talking about multiple <laughs> angles and replays, shall we? <laughs> oh shoot! Hey, uh, text into our show four three five three three nine zero three two one. We're here. We're live. So good to have you guys. We're having a good Monday. How was your weekend? What did you guys do? How'd you hang out? How you doing? Well, how did you do? Uh, I it was your birthday weekend, AJ. Yeah, thanks for texting me at eleven thirty at night. There was still time. The day wasn't over yet. Okay. It was still your birthday. It was eleven thirty at night. I mean, Eric, I appreciate it. Like, oh, hey, the day's not done yet. Happy birthday! Like, oh, I'm gonna be cool and get in it like the other millions of people did. No, I'm I'm sure you got most of your birthday messages in the morning, and then it stopped. And I thought. <sighs> Look, I'm going to reserve mine for later. reserve mine for 30 minutes till the next day. <laughs> oh, man. It wasn't quite that late. It was, it was like 11.25. It was like 9.30. It was not 9.30. Oh, I love it. Yo, yeah, no, speaking no, of the replay, gonna, I'm going to go check. look it up. I'm going to go check look it up. Check the tape. It's 11.30. <laughs> p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that, well, wait, wait, no, wait, hold on. Pacific Standard Time. So that makes it 10.23 my time. Uh, if it was Pacific Standard Time, it would have been 8. Well, Standard Time, we're in Daylight Time. 
Oh my gosh. Are so we really doing this? Standard time, it was still at the same time. All right. Well, thanks for the text late at night. No, actually, sorry. It would have been rolled back even. It would have been 723. Good mother standard. of. Uh, come on. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Uh, let's uh, let's wish me a happy birthday. Uh, everybody text in and wish me a happy birthday. I guess. Well, and oh yes, four three five three three nine zero three two one here on the Guild Morpheus <laughs> text line. One one eight one. We celebrated Ozzy's birthday the whole weekend. The sparkling apple cider was flowing. <laughs> Dude, I drank that bottle in like an hour and a half. That was so good. Were you just burping all nonstop? That's stuff makes that's, like really loud belches. That's what you comes to that your stuff. mind. Yeah, is is not me. You know, having a bottle of uh, 1932 sparkling cider white grape. Nope. It's hey, you burp all day. <laughs> Four seven eight one. Happy late birthday, Ajay, aka Jazz Hater. Guys, I'm not a jazz hater. I'm a jazz. What we need to do. You okay. say you're not a jazz hater, but your words tell us something different. <laughs> no, Eric, I'm not a jazz hater. What we need to do, though, is have a come to Moses meeting. All right. And think about what you're really. What's coming out of your mouth when you're like, oh, the jazz are a top three team while the rest of the Western Conference got better. That's not smart. It's cool to be optimistic. But it's better to be realistic. But you're refusing to accept the fact that the Jazz also got better. And you're you're losing credibility every time you sit there and say, well, the Jazz could be a Western Conference Finals team. You're losing credibility. And that hurts. How did the Jazz not get better? By getting more veteran leadership and, uh, and productivity on their bench. But again, the problem is, is that the rest of the Western Conference is better. Like who? The Lakers, I mean, they got mellow. They got like Russell Westbrook. So they got a lot of aging veteran all stars who all are used to being the number one option on their team. Oh wait, so wait, hold on. We don't got aging all stars, really? Not that old. So wait, we so are we selectively like aging our teams here? Because I'm confused. Joe Ingles is sixty. Mike Conley seventy four with bad <laughs> hips and a bad knee and like a ninety year old hamstring. Uh, I mean, who else do you want to put on that list? Uh, Hassan Whiteside is, I don't even know where to you're right. categorize. You're, you're not a jazz hater. I'm not a jazz hater. I I'm mean, just, I'm a jazz How could anyone realist. call you a jazz hater? Yeah, exactly. How could anybody call me a jazz hater? You're right. Eric, the rest of the Western Conference is good. And by the way, Russell Westbrook and Mike Conley, like, you think Mike's going to be able to stay in front of Russell Westbrook? Mike with the bad hamstring, that Mike. Four seven eight one. Come to Moses. <laughs> what part? The Red Sea. I can only do what. I can only do that when I fart in a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, that's a good uh, that's one. Good stuff. Oh jeez. Uh, two four one seven. Realism or pessimism? Is there really a difference, Ajay? Aha! Interesting. Good thought, 2417. Oh, by the way, thank you for the birthday shout-out. That's very nice of you. Um, Eric, realism or pessimism? Okay. Here is the kicker. Is that I'm not being pessimistic. It's just being realistic. And 2417 is right. There is no difference. No, there is a difference. 
Because you look at it with rose-colored glasses about the Utah Jets every single year you do. We do this every single year. Like, you don't learn from your past mistakes. It's it's crazy, man. Two years ago, I wouldn't have said the Jazz are going to be a top three team in the NBA. You probably but did. I did this year, back. this last year. And what happened? They were a top three team in the NBA. And guess what, Eric? Where did they go in the playoffs? Okay. No <laughs> one cares about, like, can you name the third place Western Conference team two years ago? Can you name it three years ago? Because no one cares, Eric. Everybody wants to know what you can do in the playoffs. Playoffs? Yes, the playoffs. That's right. Oh, man. Uh, 2947 on their Guild Mortgage text line. Also, the Jazz definitely... Oh, sorry. Thoughts? First, this. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on how many wins the Aggie football team take this season. And happy birthday. Well, thank you, 2947. Greatly appreciate the wish. Um... Man, how much? You know, okay. So we've kind of went back and forth on this. You, you say five and seven. I think five and seven is realistic. Okay, six and six is, um, probably what they'll do. Yeah, and I think seven and five is optimistic. Optimistic, man. I'm kind of going back to six and six. Just learning some things about Boise State. Learning some things about BYU. I'm kind of leaning back to six and six, but you know what? I mean, aren't we? We're okay with six and six, right? And let me ask our Aggie Nation fans too. But are are you guys okay with a six and six bowl season with Blake Anderson in his first year? Be straight up with you. Be completely honest. Great question. Great question. Are you okay with being a six and six football team, Aggie Nation? Text in and let me know. I I because I'm sincerely curious to know what your guys' thoughts are on that. Can I Eric? get my answer yes, to that? Yes, I would like, Or do we want to wait to get some uh, no, responses? No, no, no. We'll, we'll get the responses, I'm sure. I want to hear from you. I think 6-6 six and six in Blake Anderson's first year, considering the year that they just went through, should be considered a success. Yeah. We went through this just on Friday. Coaches in their first year at Utah State, how many of them had successful records? Yeah, in their first year, how yeah. How many of them in their first year went to bowl games? Yeah. That's a very, very small number. Do you – oh, how do I say it? Because we talked about how Matt Wells was successful in his first year, but he was handed a silver platter with a beautifully cooked turkey, potatoes, and veggies. Yeah. Do you think Blake Anderson's in that same situation where he was handed a bunch of talent just with better coaching? Um, I think that the talent was there, but I think that – the coaching wasn't. I think that's what you're trying to get to. And I think that Blake Anderson steps in and can kind of spark something early. I don't know that it's quite the silver platter that Matt Wells had when he saddled up to the uh, to the uh, the training table. Yeah. But um, but I think it's good. I think this team will be better, way better than they were a year ago. Yeah, me because too. Because it wasn't necessarily a talent deficiency a year ago. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Internally, externally, that worked against the Aggies. I think a lot of that's been removed. Uh, Piranhas tweets uh, or text in. Uh, happy birthday again, Ajay. Piranha sent me a nice message yesterday. Greatly appreciated that. Uh, don't let Eric ruin the day after. Eric, <laughs> don't let me, don't ruin this, okay? It's a special day for me. Well, hey, so 
other folks around the office are trying to wish you a happy birthday and be nice because we couldn't do it in person yesterday. You could have texted so, me. I, I did text you. Okay, you. Shania has my number. But Ajay's walking around the building. And I'm like, hey, happy birthday, Ajay. <laughs> you can't say Everybody that. Everybody wish Ajay a happy birthday. <laughs> you can't say that the day after, man. And you're like, no, you can't do that. No, come on, stop. You can't do that. You know the rules, You're Eric. getting all grumpy. And I'm like trying to rally the troops. <laughs> Here comes Ajay. It's his special day. So. No, no. Someone makes you a cake. Oh, I don't trust it. I don't know if I can eat it. <laughs> Dude, I it's thought still there, sitting on your desk. I thought there was pot in the cake. I didn't know. <laughs> so you, I had. Why I, would you go there? So, why I, would your mind <laughs> go to that? Because I've learned on TV shows such as The Office, where Michael Scott had a plate of brownies, and there might have been something in there that you need to do your research. So I went around and asked about how the cakes were, and they all loved them, which means there, there's something in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep them rolling in on the text 435-339-0321 Jazz are top 3 because they don't go out to create super teams they beat super teams with players that they develop and the occasional player or two they bring in I would be on this side that they will be a top 3 on the next on the of the NBA next 5 years at least yes they didn't do well in the playoffs but there is room to grow with a very good team Lakers had to grow by getting rid of half their roster. We did not. Fair point. Continuity means a lot, but that we've also seen teams can be built literally overnight. Okay, if okay, let me just. I shouldn't do hypotheticals right now, but if they were of if they were to have traded Bogey or Ingles for Eric Pascal, would you still think they're a top three team? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I'm kind of surprised by that answer, but thank you. I think they'd be a home court playoff team, but not top three. So four? Yep. Nine, four, six, three. If you look back at even the highest level coaches when they took over bad programs, it takes a year or two to get into the groove. Brian Kelly took two years to get hot at Notre Dame. Saban went six and six in his first year at Bama. Jimbo Fisher took two years to get hot at AM, et cetera, et cetera. I think anything five or seven or better is a success a success for Coach A. That is a really good test. Really good point. Really good message right there. The the big difference here is though, um, this football team was eleven and two just a few years ago. And yeah. There are guys on this team now who are part of that crew. The following year they went seven and six. Bowl game. Uh, still we could argue it was a successful team. There were some things that weren't great that were going on, but we could still argue that it was a successful team. Last year, a bump in the road. There's a lot of these guys on this team who know what that success tastes like, and they're good leaders and they're good veterans. So uh, I, this, this team will bounce back. I think they'll be back in the uh, the top echelon of the Mountain West really soon. But I agree, a you know, five and seven, anything better than that should be considered a, a win for Blake Anderson in his first year at Utah State. I think it'll be six and six, but. Um, Five and seven shouldn't we shouldn't be looking down our noses? No. At uh, Blake Anderson. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: Does it depend on who those five wins or seven losses are against? Um, I mean, I think you've got two that are automatic, but if those aren't automatic, I don't know. That means you picked up some wins against some other teams. So, I I don't know that that really matters. A, A win is a win. 
if if they go five and seven, but two of those wins are against BYU and Boise, do we have a different opinion? Maybe. But that meant that probably means they lost some games against some teams they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah. Looking back at today's uh, fourth practice of fall camp, which was uh, with shoulder pads, first time they've had that going on. Uh, they went through a live period. They worked on some skill development, fundamentals, and special teams, and then concluded the practice with one-on-one, seven-on-seven, followed by a lengthy 11-on-11 session. Uh, according to uh, Doug Hoffman, the media relations director for Utah State Athletics and for football, he says, here are a few observations from Monday's practice. Peasley and Logan Bonner continued to work well with their wideouts as Peasley went a combined 16 of 20 during various live sessions while Bonner was 15 of 21 during 11 on 11 and 7 on 7 drills. That is impressive. Wow. Uh, Devin Tompkins had his most productive day of fall camp as he had eight catches, including a long catch from Peasley during full uh, full team work. Uh, wide receiver Kyle Van Leeuwen continued to play well as he had five catches during various live drills with one long catch from Bonner, and then Justin McGriff had three catches and a long touchdown from Peasley. Derek Wright had two, night, two nice touchdown grabs during live work uh, from both Peasley and Bonner, and Savon Scarver also had his most productive day during full camp with three catches during the live work. Speaking of wide receivers, uh, finally, Jamie Nance uh, it, it was able to put on his speed during a one-on-one drill with a pair of long touchdown catches from Bonner. Uh, Noah had the, the best run this far during fall camp. Brink and lose for a, what would have been a long touchdown run during 11-on-11 practice. So, uh, defense created a pair of turnovers on the day. Uh, Jane Smith had an interception, and Luke Marion also had a pick during 7-on-7. So, good to see uh, good to see the quarterbacks uh, performing well at the receivers. That's huge. Right, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of positive stuff in that report. Yeah. Granted, they're not full pads just yeah. yet. They're not doing a whole lot. Just shoulder pads, yeah. Right, but... Um, but I'm encouraged by some of the names that I'm hearing there, yeah, and uh, how well they're doing. So it's a good sign. That is a good sign. I, and you know, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this uh, Eric, this quarterback competition is a little bit closer than what is being assumed by many, including myself. Maybe Peasley is giving Bonner a run for his money to get that starting spot, and, and he should. I mean, he sh- he's shown flashes of what he can do. So it's good. Good to hear that. Do you think? Uh, Coach Anderson said in the media day that he doesn't believe in building a depth chart. When did you, or when would you, Eric, start establishing starters as you get ready for Washington State in less than a month? Sorry, ask that one more time. So they don't have a depth chart. At least Coach right. Anderson says he doesn't believe in a depth chart. But when would you start establishing ones, like your starting lineup, your starting 11 on offense, your starting 11 on defense, as you get ready for the uh, Washington State for the season opener? Um, probably after the first scrimmage. So hopefully by next week you'll have a starter? I, I think after next week it'll start to become clear. I don't know that we'll see that fully during the scrimmage on the 21st. Yeah. But uh, I think it'll be a lot more clear by then. Fair enough. Uh, but it's a new coach, uh, new coaching staff. It's hard to know. We don't quite know, you know, their decision making process and how that uh, what their their telltale signs are about what they're thinking. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Hey, we need to call a timeout here in the full court press. We'd love to continue to get the birthday wishes to the birthday boy, Ajay Salveson. 
435-339-0321. You just seem so mockery when you say that. No, it's a happy birthday weekend. Oh, 1181. week. Oh, we have an Aggie NBA update from 1181. We got to get to yeah, that when we'll we come back. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll, we'll, there's another couple of former Aggies involved this week. We'll update you on their schedules and how you can follow along. The closing ceremonies of the Olympics, it wrapped up over the weekend. Did you even care? Did you watch it? <laughs> how did it end? <laughs> and how did former jazz uh, players or current jazz players do in the uh, the medal rounds? We'll it, update you on that. It's as pretty well. much like the playoffs as a spoiler. <laughs> it's pretty much like the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. The results. We'll find out what that means coming up next <laughs> in the Full Court Press. Crystal Vision is honored to be voted the gold medalist in Best of Northern Utah for optometrist and eye doctor. Thank you for your votes and trust in their business. To celebrate this award, they're offering a 20% off sale on their frames and lenses. Crystal Vision carries frames and lenses for your unique style and budget. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. Rodents, dairy flies and mosquitoes cause a problem when trying to enjoy the outdoors. You can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb to curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512-0014 for Western Extermination. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. I'm going to have to put a one right here, right, Eric? So it's not expired. <laughs> he did the same thing to you! I didn't notice yes, that. Yes, you did! Luckily, I'm a good forger. I honestly did not notice that. Here you go. Sir, this, this expired, expired in 1992. What are you doing here? No, that's, that's 2092. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, 1181 provides a perfect segue into our next segment. Uh, Aggie NBA update. Merrill isn't dressed in Grizzlies game versus Nets. He is in stands sitting with John Morant. Kata got the start in the Kings game versus the Hornets. It just started on ESPN3. Yeah, so uh, Sam Merrill traded to the Memphis Grizzlies, who did pick up his contract. And uh, he is there in Las Vegas to participate with their team during the summer league. Don't know why he's not playing today. Um, their game is uh, going on now. I think maybe uh, I got to pull it up here, but I don't think there's a whole lot of time left for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, well, it's in the third quarter, so he's actually still got a ways to go, but no Sam Merrill. I did check it earlier, and he hadn't checked in yet, and I guess that's why. he's Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Hanging out with John around the bench, though, man. That's kind of cool, you know? That's true. <laughs> uh, Sacramento Kings, they're underway against the Hornets. That game is on uh, ESPN3. And um, let's see if Nimi's done anything just yet. Um, and uh see he's played five minutes, two rebounds, two points. 
Not a bad start. No, not at all. So that game's going on now. A couple other games to pay attention to. On Tuesday, Sacramento will take on the Wizards. That'll be at 8 p.m. on ESPN3. Memphis will take on Miami on Wednesday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, also on ESPN3. And then, as uh, luck has it, Sacramento will face Memphis on Friday. So Sam Merrill versus Nimiketa Friday at 7 o'clock on ESPNU. If you want to watch the former Aggies, that's the schedule for this week in Las Vegas. For the Jazz, uh, they play tonight versus the Suns at 8 o'clock on ESPN3. They face the Mavericks Wednesday at 7, also on ESPN3. And then on Friday, they take on the Miami Heat at 3 o'clock on ESPNU. So a couple different opportunities to watch the Utah Jazz or former Aggie players. I love it. That's cool. Um, did you catch any of the, uh, the games in, in Salt Lake City for this Jazz summer yeah, team? Yeah, I caught all the white teams' games. Yeah, I, I saw one of the blue teams' games, and I thought, okay, I've seen enough. We're good. <laughs> they suck. Who stood out to you then on uh, on so far for this Man, I know we've talked a lot about it already, but Trent Forrest players. I thought was phenomenal. Really was, dude. Like – and, he, and I love what Tony Jones tweeted out about him, and so I echo his tweet, but he looked like an NBA player playing with summer league players. That's what he looked like. Just decision-making, vision, quickness in decision-making. I thought defensively he was really good, uh, and, and just running an offense. Like, running an offense, he looked calm. He didn't look like he was panicking. I think a couple of their uh, offensive sets got ran kind of into confusion, and so they had to ad lib it, and he was fine. He did just fine with that. Trent Forrest really impressed me in so many ways. Here's his line for the three games that he played. Okay. Um, 19 points, seven assists, four rebounds, one steal. That's okay. game one. Yep. Game two, 10 points, 13 assists, three rebounds, three steals. And game three, 14 points, seven assists, six rebounds, and two steals. Okay, that's that's great. Yeah. out of a point guard. Yeah, that's that. You want to see growth, especially if they've played some minutes in the NBA um, the season before. You want to see a jump, like a jump in improvement when they get to summer league. They shouldn't be at that same level. They should be better. And and Trent Forrest was definitely better than a lot of the guys on the court. Uh, certainly, I think uh, for me, I was curious to see how Aduko uh, Azubuke, how he would perform. Yeah. We really haven't seen a whole lot of him. Uh, game one, eight points, 14 rebounds, two blocks. Game two, 19 points, 11 rebounds, uh, two steals, uh, three blocks. And in game three, 14 points, seven rebounds, an assist, and, uh, and three blocks. Wow. So, doing a great job protecting the rim. Explosive uh, with you know, throwing it down. Don't know how quick he is laterally just yet, though. No, I think, and that's the thing, is when you have a knee injury, like, it takes time to get back to it. It takes time to um, to trust your legs. I think Nimi had that problem, too, after his knee injury, right? Like, it took a bit of time for him to actually trust his legs, that they would do what he wanted them to do without you know, spilling onto the court and, and injuring himself. And as a big will get back to that, he'll be all right. 
Uh, if you watched any of the games in Salt Lake City for the Utah Jazz, curious to get your thoughts um, on how these guys did. Uh, I just went through and kind of collected just a few of the guys, what their stat lines were, how they performed as a bookie, uh, Elijah Hughes, Gerald Brantley, uh, Trent Forrest, and Juwan Morgan. Can I ask, what was, uh, what was Brantley? Brantley, seven points, seven rebounds, three assists, three steals, one block. Okay. Game one, uh, 19 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. And then 13 points, two rebounds, three assists, and one block. It's pretty even. I like that. Not too shabby. Morgan did not start. He came off the bench. But, um, no, he did okay, I guess I'll say. It wasn't really blowing my socks off. Elijah Hughes, I was a little underwhelmed with what he did. Yeah, me too. That's a guy who needs a lot of catching up. Which he was supposed to be this really good scorer to help the Jazz on the perimeter. I uh, I also wonder, so do you think Azabuki, because you'll have Gobert, Whiteside, do you think Azabuki goes back with the Stars? He might spend some time down there just so we can get minutes. Yeah. But um, if... If either Gobert or Whiteside run into an injury, Azubuki needs to be ready to go. It's the next one, yeah. It's the next one in line, yeah. I agree with you on that. I absolutely agree with you on that. And I think he's getting there. He's got good size. He's got a good presence in the paint. Um, I would. L- His defensive awareness has been much, much better. The thing I want to see him get better at is be more aggressive in the paint. Like too many times, he's doing like the whole Dorius thing: bring the ball down, then go back up with it. Just keep it up. Like he's a big, strong kid. Stay up with it, you know, chest level with the ball, and go throw it down. Quit bringing it down to your knees. You don't need to. Uh, 9463 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Interesting thought. With the name, image, likeness, sponsorships now in effect, hypothetically, if you're a sponsor slash booster, would you pay the potential starting quarterback to go to high-end quarterback camps similar to Zach Wilson going to see John Beck? Like, would the illustrious Franson Foundation pay for Peasley to go to high-end quarterback coach that isn't available in the Valley? Wait, there's an illustrious Franson? I need that. <laughs> yes, you do. Don't act like you don't, Derek. Establish that. I guess. Okay, so wait, what's he asking? Translate for me like I'm a five-year-old so, here. So, <clears throat> using the name, image, and likeness as your umbrella, could you? could somebody... Pay to send a, a quarterback off to get some special extra training that the university wouldn't or couldn't provide on their own. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh. Uh. I. That's a really good. Yeah, question. that's tough. Because you're not just benefiting off your name, image, likeness. Like you're getting compensated to go get additional training, which yeah. is kind of different i don't know if that but violates this whole NCAA. nil business is such a wild west as to what is and isn't permissible i don't dare i don't know if i dare touch that right because i just feel like <laughs> it takes one little thing to go wrong and you're in deep trouble like then you're getting ncaa investigations so um, Zach, from what i understand and it's just isn't a lot but 
I, from what I understand, Zach Wilson did that on his own dime to go yes. to California. Yeah. To train with John Beck and then come back. Yeah. His, doing that every weekend. Yeah, his mom and dad were helping Which out with he that. He has the financial means to do that. Not every quarterback has that. So yeah. I guess the question is, could somebody else step in and help cover the cost? Uh, you'd have to do that directly with the player. You couldn't go through the university to set that up. The university may be able to kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, point you in the right direction, but really it's up to uh, the the booster slash sponsor to do that directly with the uh, with the athlete because the, the university can't get involved. That's so messy, dude. I don't dare touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> Something could go wrong. But then what are what else what other doors does that open up? Good or bad. Sponsors sending you places to pay, you know, pay your travel costs, maybe a stipend to go. Uh what else does that I mean, you pay them to travel to your product convention to stand there on your floor for a little while and shake people's hands and then go home? I don't know. It's it's uh there's a lot of unknowns right now. In this NIL business. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a plead the fifth. Fair enough. <laughs> Somewhat related kind of question uh, from 6789. Is NIL restricted to pay in only dollars? Can't you give swag? And if so, why not vacations or trips to a quarterback camp? I don't know. No, actually, I do know. It's not just in dollars. It can be other ways. Because um, we were working with a student athlete over at our adventure park. And we're putting together a package. And it wasn't just dollars. There was other things included in that package. <laughs> um, <laughs> For some follow-up questions. Seems easy enough to wiggle that quarterback camp idea in from 6789. And how about Bitcoin? <laughs> I... Th- I think you're going to see cryptocurrency for a lot more of these. I'll deals. give you becoming if, a big deal. With I'll some give of these you a $200 magic card if you come over and do this for us. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's restricted to dollars based on what I had heard and the conversations I've had. But the athlete wants the dollars more now. If you're, but here's the thing: is like if it's an athlete doing a sponsorship for a car dealership. Eric, would he want dollars or a car to take a drive in to be able to get himself to places? Fair point. Maybe that's the trade. Yes. And just I'll, every now and then hang his head out the window and say, I drive yep, X model yep. vehicle from X you record dealership. A vi- exactly. You record- to get me to and from uh, practice yep, every day. That's there you go. Absolutely. That's exactly that's, right. That can happen. You come over and you you know, you put you get yourself in the car and you say, you know, hey, th- I am so-and-so, and I'm here live at this so-and-so dealership. I've got myself inside this beautiful car. This is going to get me to practice on and off, you know, and uh, go get yourself one of these as well over at this dealership. And then he's allowed to use that vehicle for the season. I know that's a, that is a, that's allowed, I should say. Yep. Yeah, it's loud. But paying to send uh paying to send a kid to quarterback go to camp. Uh, or some other specialty kind of camp for training. Yeah. 
I'm not so sure about that one. I don't know. Spending them to go on vacation, covering their costs to go somewhere as part of the compensation to endorse your product or your business. So if Rudy Gobert... Endorse my product and I'll send you to Cancun. If Rudy Gobert had a camp for college athletes and then he paid for all of them to come to his camp, is that an NCAA violation? Why would Rudy Gobert pay for them to come to his camp? Because he doesn't he's need... He's putting that camp on to earn extra cash. He doesn't need extra cash. He's got 220 You'd have to pay big million. money to go work out with Rudy Gobert. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't think the whole QB camp thing would work. Interesting thought, though. But I think it bases... I think it's all based on what exactly is happening uh, or like what exactly the deal is. I think that's what it comes down to. If it's a car, the kid's not going to be asking for a car. He's going to be like, oh, man. Or he's not going to be asking for cash. He's going to be asking for the car. 679. Companies like to give their employees swag because they can buy in bulk for cheaper than their employees can buy the same items individually. So you can pass on some value there for less money. Sending a kid to QB camp that a booster can get cheaper through a connection, there's value in that regard. Sending a kid to a QB camp that a booster can get cheaper through a connection. That's not a violation? I, I, I'm not being a smart aleck. I really well, don't I, know. Th- these camps exist, right? People go to these... Whether it's a quarterback camp or a point guard school with Chris Paul, you know these things exist. But how do these players get there? "Quote unquote" on their own dime. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these kids are getting help. Oh, dude! Under the table, you know it to get there. You know it. So now does this say okay? We can still do this, but now it's above board. Yeah. Oh. Good question. Yeah, that's I. I don't know. Hey, so um, <laughs> that's a great question. Just a shift, quick shift of topics. Hit me. You know, there's a lot of concern and question with college football yep. among the members of the Big Twelve, and there's even some in the big in the Pac-12 expressing concern, and their fan base they don't want to be left behind either. Yep. So it's been funny kind of watching John Wilner. I don't know if you follow John Wilner. Uh, I don't. Oh, at, who, what does he do? At Wilner Hotline. He covers the Pac-12. He writes for, I believe it's the San Jose Mercury News. So he's based in the Bay Area. And he has a lot of great, great information about the Pac-12. And somebody earlier today, there's only one reason why BYU wasn't picked up decades ago and continues to get passed over by... P5, and we all know what it is. And then he replies, third best program in the state? Question mark. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go again. I'll say this. He's he's bagging on uh, BYU. Yeah. Which makes I'll, sense. I'll, I'll, I'll say he this. Has, he has for quite a while. Eric. BYU's best chance to end that losing streak to Utah uh, to Utah was last year. Because that ain't going to happen this year. Utah's reloaded and they're really good. BYU ain't beating Utah. 
Um, I don't think Utah State loses to BYU either this year. I think that Utah State's going to be the better team. Um, again, it's you know it's a new coaching staff, so you know it's a new wrinkle in the offense and in the defense. They got a bunch of returners back, so. Hey, and let me ask you, if the Pac-12 and Big 12 merge, which looks like it could happen, it leaves BYU out, right? Like, they, they're they sitting on the outside looking in. There's no way that BYU or Big 12 says we need BYU anymore. I would agree. Okay. Yeah, if, uh, if the Big 12 is going to merge uh, with anybody, uh, I don't think they, they pull... BYU into the mix. I just don't see it. Dude. Now, if they're trying to fill holes and try to stay as they are, as an entity, they might. I I still feel that AAC is most likely to be raided. But it's a possibility. They courted BYU allegedly a few years ago. Maybe they bring that back up. But it, do, would they look at uh, Boise State? I, I think AAC looks at Boise State if they lose some of their membership. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, again, this is my small brain, but I don't think that uh, the Mountain West gets affected too dramatically with some of this conference yeah. realignment stuff unless – we see major dominoes and major reshuffling. I just think it's going to be funny to watch BYU get left out again. God, that's going to be hilarious. We're Power 5. Well, Big 12 says you're not. We're Power 5 still. Well, I, I saw someone tweet out, uh, some BYU fan, well, there's only one reason they don't want us to be part of P5 conferences. It's because we're the best. Yeah, I, something like that. Like we're the best. I don't know. Because yeah, they're the... They're the third best program in the state. Wait, no, Utah State, but like some ahead of BYU. I I think I saw something similar to like Jonathan Sweeney or whatever his name is that tweeted. Look at the tweet below that. I think I think I know what you're talking about right now. And it was some, anyways, it was some Sweeney dude or whatever his name is. He's a BYU enthusiast, and he's sitting there saying how good BYU is and why they're not getting invited because they are the best. Just stupid stuff like yeah, that. Why would you not invite someone if they're the best? Yeah. Like, if you really did... Here's the thing. If you're the best, you shouldn't have to be going out there promoting yourself. And constantly try to tell people you're the best. Yeah. You should be able to just go out and bam, jam. They're like, hey, here's an invite for you. Let, let the product sell itself. Uh, hey, here's just a quick clip. Uh, Nimi in the Las Vegas Summer League getting a nice dish from uh, uh, Davian Mitchell. For the Sacramento Kings. Donovan Mitchell and Namish Keta. Take a listen. And Keta, all there with two hands. And a sh- That's a great clip, Eric. <laughs> that is phenomenal. <laughs> Did you just take John Newbold's and and take? Oh, come on, Eric. You got to be better, man. John you, Newbold's what? That's sick. Did you just play a six-second video? Let's try this one instead of a replay. Of Charlotte points. I can't even hear it. Mitchell. Up top. 
audio quality is terrible on that clip. <laughs> okay. It's the same clip, but it's in real time rather than a uh, that recap. Is n- okay, that's the, the first the, se- the first one sounded like a replay of what you just played. <laughs> the second one was a whisper. Our poor listeners are like, what the fetch is going on right now here? All six of Charlotte's points. He's definitely got that ability to shoot it off. Nice Mitchell! There. Up top. And Kata. All there. <laughs> so, so Mitchell lobs it up and Kata throws it down. That's... And all the hear is Mitchell. Up top. Wait, did Mitchell score it? <laughs> Mitchell. Kata with the bucket. Yeah, it was actually Kata who threw it down from up top. Call. Oh. Uh, that's good stuff. Oh, man. Sort of. Okay, <laughs> um, we need to take another time out here at the Full Court Press. Um, hey, some things we have to still cover. Um, Aji, we didn't get a chance to get to all of our interviews from Thursday. Mm-hmm. I think fans still should be able to hear some of the, from some of the players. Um, also, it was your birthday over the weekend, so people can continue to chime in and give you a happy birthday wish. <laughs> If you want to even call in and sing happy birthday no, no. to AJ, we We're not can do accepting that any too. stupid phone calls. 435-752-1069. No. And then pick six. Did you win for your birthday? No, I probably lost. Or did Just, things kind of get hey, reset you know what? I know, normal? I know what I'm giving you if I lose. That cake. It's coming up next here on the Full Court Press. This is Cache County Fire Chief Rod Hammer asking for your continued help. The state forester has determined that measures must be taken to prevent the ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, the following acts are prohibited. No building, maintaining, attending, or using any fire, campfire, or stove fire, including charcoal grills and barbecues, coal and wood-burning stoves and tent stoves, at homes and in developed camping and picnic grounds. There is an exception for devices using pellets, pressurized liquid fuel, or gas that include shutoff valves. They are permitted when used in an area at least three feet or more from flammable material such as grasses or pine needles. No smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer, or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. No discharging or using any fireworks, tracer ammunition, or other pyrotechnic devices including exploding targets. No cutting, welding, or grinding metals in areas of dry vegetation. No operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engine without an approved and working spark arrester. On behalf of all the firefighters in Cache County, we Appreciate your efforts in preventing wildfire. Bright green cars. That's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the bright green cars outside, and some even talk about the building. But the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend, with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Visit lessolson.com to learn more. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skincare, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. 
Doctors Blotter Benyon and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Really the future face of the NBA, a player everybody expects to win multiple MVPs, perhaps even championships, is now locked up in Dallas uh, on his five-year, $207 million deal. That's incredible, Ajay. Five years, $200-plus million. He's got a player option in the last year. He's good, man. He's worth every penny, Eric. There's there's maybe 10, no. There's maybe seven guys in the league where you can say they're worth every bit of a $200 million contract. He's one of the seven. Kevin it's Durant. It's a very select few. I would agree with that. LeBron James. Man. I'm just trying to think of guys who'd actually... Steph Curry? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You mentioned Durant? I mentioned Durant. Jokic, I think I'd put on that list. Um, Boy, then you get Damian Lillard. I put on the list. I think that's about it. That's, that's, That's about it for me. I think you used to be able to put uh, maybe James Harden on that list. Yeah, used to. Kyrie Irving used to be on that list at one point. Uh, I don't think Rudy Gobert is on that list. I don't think Donovan Mitchell's on that list. Not yet. Nope. Uh, If they put the bill out there, the playbill or the announcement that this guy is coming to your arena, you have to buy a ticket to go see him play. Yeah. Regardless if you're a fan of your team or his team, yep. you go see him play. Yep. Speaking Luke is of, one of those guys. Yeah. Speaking of Durant, we'll get into the Olympics more in next hour. But Eric, <laughs> oh, what a show he put on. Uh, absolutely incredible show that he put on in the Olympics. Saved Team USA. Gave them hope. Uh, that they could, uh, that they could win the gold medal. He's incredible. He's so look. I don't know. I know he has Twitter issues and social media issues on the court. Incredible. What else do you say about him? Uh, back to the Guild Mortgage text line eight zero zero three. Texting in. I would even put Stevens Henniger and University of Phoenix in front of BYU. <laughs> put Bridgeland Event or uh, Bridgeland Applied Technology College in front of BYU. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Just abuse that BYU takes for uh, all the right reasons. Next hour, we'll recap what's going on with the what happened with the Olympics. Yep. the gold medal count, the overall medal count. Yep. How did Team USA do? How did uh, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles? How did they do in the Olympics? Did you tune in? Now that it's all said and done. Uh, also, uh, if you want to continue to wish the birthday boy, you know, birthday wishes, Mister Franton. AJ Salveson turned uh, spry, what, 23 29. years old? 29. Oh, 29. That's what it is. Uh, 435-339-0321 on the Guild <laughs> so Mortgage text line. 
And who won pick six? No is one it a, cares. A late birthday present for Rod No, Day, dude, why not? do you do that? Got older. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After USA beat France in the men's basketball gold medal, they rightfully celebrated. But it didn't seem like as much of the thrill of victory as much as it was the relief of victory. Afterwards, coach Greg Popovich said he couldn't wait to go back to the hotel and have some wine. He was in a tough spot. The roster was disrupted by covid team improved throughout the games but it was a struggle the rest of the world is catching up competitively it's a tricky situation there's a bit of fatigue with the pro model for our team but if we tried to put college kids out there they'd get beat at the very least it's time for a new generation of american basketball players kevin durant's been wonderful i'm not sure they win it without him but it's time for the younger guys to take over It'll be interesting to watch Team USA shape the roster over the next three years. The 2024 games in Paris will be here before you know it. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. There's one brand that pro athletes like Ricky Fowler and Carson Palmer depend on to help them recover and stay on top of their games. Level Select CBD Sports Creams and Roll-Ons. You don't have to be a pro athlete to experience the fast-acting and noticeable relief of Level Select CBD. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com now. Use the promo code DAN40 for 40% off your entire order. That's right, 40%. That's LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Stay at the top of your game with M-Drive, the supplement for driven guys who want to compete like they did when they were younger. Packed with clinically tested ingredients to help you fight back against aging, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone levels while adding vitamins and nutrients to boost energy and strength. You can go to mdrivedan.com. You get free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Or if you're out and about, Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Join the community of guys refusing to let age slow them down. Don't let age be... Clear the road. We have supplies inbound. Are you a problem solver? The Air National Guard never shies from tomorrow's problems. We run to them. Ready for world-class military training and global missions? Help us design the blueprint for a better future. Serve close to home and build the life you want with the Air National Guard. Visit us at GoANG.com or call us at 1-800-T-O-G-O-A-N-G. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Fox Sports. And here's what you need to know. The Dallas Mavericks are dumping out the cash register. They have swayed Luka Doncic to a five-year $207 million extension. The 22-year-old telling ESPN, quote, Today is a dream come true. I'm humbled and excited to remain in Dallas as part of the Mavericks and appreciate the support of my fans. Close quote. 
Doncic will sign on the dotted line tomorrow when he will hold a press conference in his native Slovenia. The Brooklyn Nets confirm the re-signing of their star forward in Blake Griffin. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, who's been against taking the COVID-19 vaccine, just returned to practice after a second bout with COVID-19. And when asked if he's going to change his status on getting the shot, he said, quote, I'll keep learning as much as I can about it, and we'll go from there. We'll see. I'll talk to the doctors about it. Close quote. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Happy birthday, AJ Salvison. It's not my birthday. It's a full court press here, Eric Franson, not, and the birthday boy. No, re, no, re, okay. 106.9 FM, can 1390 AM, the fan. Can we restart the intro and you can try again? Streaming online, 106.9thefan.com. I'll tell you what, though. If you win pick six, you get my cake. Also, the uh, 106.9 The Fan mobile app. Full of stuff that I probably shouldn't have inside my body. Look, dude, she was going around and asking everybody's favorite cakes. I know. I know, and I shouldn't. That's I, I, I should have said I was allergic to cake or something because I don't dare try and that. Here we dude. go. Like she was doing it last week, and then today she brought in three different cakes. I, I shouldn't. Have, I don't dare try we it. We had somebody whose birthday was last week. I'm going to be someone s- whose birthday is today. Yeah, your birthday was yesterday. Yep. So that answers eight zero zero three's question. So, but it's still worth celebrating but, your birthday but okay. in person. Eric, can I be honest? Because I know she's not listening to our show. Dude, I'm not touching that cake. Why? She is because sweet and innocent, and she's you don't know. relatively new. She wants to make a good impression with everybody. Okay, okay. So four out of five might be false there. Three out of five. We don't know how innocent she is because we haven't tried her cake. Even even you so untrusting. Even like, one of my coworkers, I asked. I said, "Hey, how's the cake? Who hurt you when you were a child?" And they just stared like in the distance. <laughs> It's my birthday that hurt me. <laughs> Are you that old? <laughs> <laughs> I love today. You guys are jerks. So I'm sitting there, and you're like, oh, I'm like, it's not my birthday, or whatever. And then Shania, hey, OJ, where'd you go for your birthday lunch? I oh, went yeah, to Chili's. I chili. <laughs> gotcha. You guys suck. All right. Uh, let's see. 8003. Ha ha. You share a birthday with my son. All right. Why is that funny? All right, what's so funny about that? I share a birthday with your kid. How old's your son, though? 8003? Is he old? Is he young? Uh, let's see. 5860. Happy birthday, AJ. I don't think I'd hesitate to add Giannis to the Supermax deal list. Oh, Giannis is one of those. Oh, good, good. We yes. didn't think about the NBA Finals <laughs> MVP. It feels like Doncic is one good player away from making a legitimate run. He still needs some help. He needs a lot of help. Needs a lot of help. Audrey, there is not X-Lax in your cake. It's your birthday. They're trying to be nice. Happy birthday. Well, thank you, 9315. Greatly appreciate it. Um, We don't know. We don't know if there's X-Lax or not in there. But I, Eric, what I want, Eric, 
We should share that cake together, dude. It's all yours. No, I mean, no, 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 share. no. Yeah, okay, cool. I mean, I'm not going to turn down chocolate cake. No, okay, I'll go grab it. We'll, uh, we'll have some cake and stuff. Hey, will you sing happy birthday to me, though? I've been I've been shouting happy birthday all day long. No, have you been singing happy birthday? 8003. I think it's awesome. Just turned 20. He's on a mission. Oh, good for him. Where's he at? Love to know. Eight, uh, uh, congratulations to the 20-year-old. You know, when I was 20, dude, I, I was spry. I was springy. I was froggy. Uh, now I wake up and it's like, it's like the, the nuts haven't been, and the bolts haven't been um, lubed. Or what's that? What's that word? Wait. What? Yeah, the nuts. The nuts have, haven't been lubed. Yeah, what's what's that? I just, this this what? is not that kind of show. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? It's like the nuts. Um, I don't know bolts, what you mean. I'm um, not, this. I'm getting very uncomfortable that, with where this is going. No, that they're creaky. Um, what's what's that one? Eric, help me. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about? The nuts are creaky. Um, it's like okay. Oh, oh, like it's like a uh, like a, a machine. And the nuts are like <laughs> rusty, or they just—they <laughs> really don't should change the top. They don't spin well, or like you have to like tighten. What's that one? Like it's like a robot, you know. In the robots, you got squeakiness and stuff. You got to throw some WD four or W nine on it. <laughs> yeah, you got to throw some W nine on it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm serious. Like that's what I feel like every day I wake up. Ooh, Italy. Eight zero zero three. He's going Thank to it. He's in Italy. God, that'd be great. I bet it's nice over in Italy. I bet they don't make fun hey, of you for you having want a birthday. To, uh, if you want to call in and wish AJ happy no. birthday, you can do that too. Our our phone lines are dead. Four three five seven five two one zero six nine. They're dead. No, you do not pull the plug on that phone. Stay back. Oh, oh. Out of reach. Just pull it away. Oh, I can't reach. No. Little arms. Ow. Uh, so the Olympics wrapped up over the weekend. Uh, USA ends up uh, winning the uh, total medal count, but also winning the most gold medals. So no matter what site you look at and how they decide who's the best team or best country, uh, USA is going to be on top no matter what. But really came down to the last day. Uh, the Americans yeah. came away with a lot of gold medals on the very last day to put them over the top. Uh, you, women's water polo, women's volleyball, yeah. uh, the women's basketball, the 4 by 100 or 4 by 400 meter relay. It was a great day on Sunday for the Americans. Yeah, the USA women won a gold medal for the first time ever in their volleyball, which is awesome. That was a fun match. Oh, man, that was a great match. They just made Brazil look silly. Yeah. Uh, USA women's basketball, you know what? Uh, I was listening to Colin Coward today here on 106.9 The Fan. He brought up a great nugget. And, and, and actually, no, sorry, Joy, his producer, brought it up and then he agreed. But Joy said, we have taken the USA women's basketball team way too much for granted. Like that they can go out and dominate year after year after year. We don't give them enough credit for being as dominant as they've been. And, and I thought that was a great point by Joy. And Colin agreed with her, too. I mean, look, to win that many straight gold medals, what is it, seven straight, Eric? Seven straight gold Olympic medals. Yeah, and they've done it in pretty resounding fashion. Yeah, too. 
I just dominate. Incredible. It's, a, it's the longest gold medal streak of any Olympic team sport. But in the 24 hours leading into the closing ceremonies, gold in water polo for women, gold in hoops for women, and gold in volleyball for women, enough to put the USA on top for the gold medals in, uh, in, in the count. That's, that's awesome. That's so incredible. Did you watch the closing ceremonies? No. But Honestly, I didn't even know Shania when they did, were on. She hated them. Forgot about them. I didn't didn't really see it. Yeah, um, watched. You know, I, I tried to watch the Olympics. I think it's fun to watch the Olympics every four years, to watch sports that I never watch, to see stories of how different people kind of grit and with grind and overcome obstacles to get to that level and win, win at the highest level. Yeah, and the emotion when they finally win is incredible. And those who work hard and don't quite get there, come in second or third or don't even get to medal, they have a, a lot of emotions as well. Uh, I was really struck at the end of the gold medal game in basketball. Uh, Rudy Gobert was left on the sidelines, head down, and he was weeping. And I felt bad for Rudy. Why? Because I felt like here's a guy who went out and played a great tournament, uh, played a great gold medal game, but he's got to be beating himself up over all the missed free throws. And I felt you know, I felt bad for the guy. Awesome that he got to the gold to the uh, we won the silver medal, but in the moment he's thinking about how he lost and how he let his team down. I, mean, <sighs> I feel bad for the guy. I mean, give it some time and he'll eventually feel like great that oh, hey, we got the silver medal. But I know Rudy is got he was beating himself up that he couldn't do more. And in some way, probably let his team down in the gold medal match after winning every other game in the Olympics. That one got away from from France. One five seven zero. I was stoked to see Rudy get the silver, Ingles get the bronze. Like it worked out perfectly. USA got the gold, Rudy got the silver, Ingles got the bronze. I was okay with that. That's awesome. I didn't feel bad for Rudy. I don't feel bad for Rudy. I know, like the whole crying thing. He cries a lot. He cried when he didn't make the all-star team. He cried when he didn't win the Olympic gold medal. He's an emotional guy. He is, I guess, but I, I didn't feel bad for him. He still got a medal out of it. And that's something that Donovan Mitchell doesn't have. They can take back to Donovan and say, hey, Donovan, you got one of these? No. <laughs> that's true. I, I just, yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. What I learned most from Team USA's run let me ask you didn't you, think would medal. Yep, I didn't think they would medal. What I learned from the run, Eric, and and I want our listeners to to share their opinion too. You can text into our show four three five three three nine zero three two one. Is Kevin Durant the greatest score ever? In NBA. In the NBA or in the Olympics. Uh, in the NBA. Or just in the history of basketball. In the Let's go history of basketball. Is Kevin Durant the greatest scorer ever? He now leads the uh, Olympic in scoring ever. Kevin Durant does. Uh, and just the way he scores on a night tonight. I know he doesn't. He hasn't caught Carl Malone or Kobe Bryant or LeBron James. But, I mean, and he's missed a couple of seasons due to an Achilles injury and such. 
But man, the way the guy can score in every facet that you want him to is so impressive. It's so incredible. It truly is amazing. 30 points eight years ago in the gold medal, well, I guess it's nine years ago in the gold medal game. 30 points five years ago in the gold medal game. 29 points this year in the gold medal game. The guy knows when to turn it on, and there's, it's been proven for the last three Olympics. There's nobody internationally who can slow him down or stop him when he wants to score. And he put the Olympic team on his back. He was fantastic throughout the, the, the entire Olympics. Different guy stepped up as kind of the, the Robin to his Batman, but he was always consistent. But Tatum had stretches where he was great, great second scoring option. Lillard had moments. Um, but uh, Kevin Durant was consistent throughout this whole Olympic experience. Uh, 1570 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Would you rather have Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, or Michael Jordan? Hold on. You're missing like three other text messages here. Take Sorry. a game-winning shot. Uh, okay, let's start with his. Uh, would you rather have Kevin Durant? Oh, Michael Jordan. I think I think I'd probably go I'm torn between Kobe or Durant just because I think they can have a greater variety in their tool belt of a last second shot they could provide. Okay, if you're if you're if you're saying that, then it's Kobe, Jordan and then Kevin Durant. If you're saying the percentage of making it, it's Jordan, Kobe and Durant. Yeah. Durant doesn't top either of those two lists. I just think Durant can score from different spots on this floor. Probably a greater regularity. No way. Over Kobe? Kobe could score at those spots with sleeping in his bed. I mean... Kobe was clutch. I'm not taking that away from dude, him. Dude, he could score. And but Okay, you know what? You bring, up a, you bring up a great thought on the Kobe because his footwork got him to spots. And his footwork got him space to hit a shot. To give him the crease that he needs to hit it. Okay. I, I think overall, Michael Jordan probably was the most clutch. Like He wasn't going to let a game get away from him if he had any control over it. I think he proved that many times over. Bryant, one of the most clutch players ever. Kevin Durant probably has more tools offensively, but is he as clutch as those other two guys? I think you're right. I'd put Bryant and Jordan above Durant in that clutch. Me too. Bryant was dang good too, man. He didn't miss a lot. <laughs> Jordan didn't miss a lot either, but Bryant, oh my goodness. You go back and watch some of Bryant's game winners. Whew, I don't know. <laughs> he was special. Uh, let's see, 8003, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Ajay, happy birthday to you, sorry if that was a bit, bit, oh, nope, bit pitchy, sorry about, said something else. <laughs> Easy there. Hey, don't blame me, it's where the text looked like, uh, the, but it's a thought, right? You know what, yes. 8003, thank you for singing to me through the text message line, greatly appreciate it, that was nice of you. Let's not do it again. 7854, what would you rather have? An Olympic gold medal individual, an NBA playoffs MVP, or a U.S. Open Golf Championship? U.S. Open Golf Championship. 
personally, yeah, um, I would probably say NBA playoffs MVP. I'm sure you would. I U.S. You, Open you're golf. not named an NBA playoffs MVP if you don't win. You're getting paid more as a U.S. Open golf championship than than an NBA MVP. I mean, the money's still raking in. You know, there's millions of money. Okay. Uh, let's see here. And then he says, Jordan is underrated in his ability to make a smart pass. Look at the pass to Paxton or to Kerr. I take Jordan or or Kobe any day. Man, I like Jordan a lot. I'm a Jordan guy. I've always been a Jordan guy. Always. It is hard for me to go another direction. But Kobe and his footwork was really impressive. Like, honestly, go back and watch some of his game-winning shots. Like the, like the one against Portland where he hit a game-tying three and then a game-winning three. Oh, dude. Like, go watch those and tell And I mean, it screams difficulty in every in every way. It's incredible. Uh, nine four six three. I think it's safe to say he's the number one guy regarding Kevin Durant in the entire league that you'd want on your team next year if you want to win the championship. I'm with you. I'm with you. True. If Hard you to say build no. The team right now, dude. He's special. Yeah. Um, and the unfortunate is, we'll see what he's won two NBA titles, right? And the bronze won three or four. He's won four. Bronze won four. Okay. Yeah, because he won two in Miami, one with Cleveland, one with LA. So he's got four. Do you think Kevin Durant catches him? Um, no. Okay. Uh, Piranhas, uh, did you do? Eric is smoking crack and drinking the Kool-Aid right now. <laughs> trying to book. Yeah, Eric, you are kind of a nimwit. Putting Katie over Jordan and Kobe. You know better. I talked my way no, out of it. just say sorry. Just say sorry to our listeners. Say sorry. You know better. Eric, apologize to our <laughs> listeners. Uh, let's see here. 9995. Guys, you're killing me. Neither Kobe nor Jordan would have had his toe on the line to tie the game. That's 100% That's true. A great point. And you dang well know that. 9995, you win. You win. They have court awareness. You win. Absolutely. Kobe is for sure. He's taking 10 feet back of the three-point line just to make sure. And then making it. Okay. Let me ask you this. You have a game seven on the road. This is a fun game. You have a game seven on the road. Are you taking Jordan, Kobe, or Larry Bird? I'd probably take Jordan. I'm taking Jordan. Yeah, I'm taking Jordan. All prime, Jordan, Kobe, or Bird, I'm taking Jordan. It's because not only his ability to score, but also to defend. Yep. Good point. Great point. Uh, 1570. I don't believe KD is the greatest scorer ever. Currently, yes, but ever, no. Fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. Let me ask you how would you rank your top three scores, though, 1570? Because KD's in my top five. Bryant's in there. Jordan's in there. LeBron's in there. Is that four? KD, Jordan, LeBron, 
Kobe. Man, I don't know who my fifth one would be. You're leaving out guys like Kareem and Wilt. No. They were great scorers. They, they were great scorers because they were seven foot two and they could stand inside the paint all day and score. A great scorer is the versatile. Definition of scoring? No, a great scorer is versatile. Your ability to get points on the board? Yeah. When you're playing against no. No. Durant could score on Kareem all day. Uh, Kareem would have to be forced to move away from the basket. Four seven eight one. True. Jordan's physicality would have manhandled Katie. Game seven on the road, I take Kobe. More clutch. Whew. I like Kobe, but oh, Jordan, not Jordan, man. There's a reason why he was six and zero in finals and never saw a game seven. Right. He finished it. He finished the job every time. Seven eight five four. Different game today. Durant couldn't handle the teams to, to Jordan had that Jordan had to face the bad boys in Detroit would have destroyed him. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, there it's true. Physical game back then. It's a it's a scorers league today. Um, somebody with uh, a, uh, who's not really mentally tough. Yep, that struggle, which is in true, that game. And, which is true. Could you imagine, like Kevin Durant in a game seven on the road? A, he'd be on Twitter the whole time, just a crying. It. I would. I would agree. Well, look at FIBA. Today. They allow more physicality mm-hmm. in the Olympics than what they do in the NBA, and that yeah. was part of the trouble with this yep. team. They had to get used to playing through the contact in the NBA. You breathe on them, and they get uh, go to the free throw line. Yeah. So I think that was part of the struggle early on. And look, Durant made his adjustments. It wasn't still not as physical as it used to be. No. Back in the eighties and early nineties. Uh, I do. Uh, I know we got to go to break here. But if we could go back just really quickly to uh, Aggie football. I know this is a huge jump off the sidewalk. But, Eric, we had talked about in the first hour. And I want to ask our listeners who are just joining us for the show, or if you've already been a part of the show today and you want to chime in some more, 435-339-0321. Here's my question. Would you be okay with a 6-6 and record with Utah State football in year number one with Blake Anderson? Would you consider that a success? Yeah, that's a better way to phrase it. Thank you. Would you consider a success as a 6-6 six and six football team in year number one with Blake Anderson with all the talent that is returning and coming back? Would 5-7 and seven still be considered a yeah. successful season? Yeah, see, and I don't think it would be. They need to win six. Five and seven to me is a disappointment. Uh, I don't think it's a disappointment. I think it's like, okay, I could see you could get there, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, this team's going places. You know, one extra win... Does it all of a sudden change dramatically? Not necessarily, but at least it signals, gosh, I mean, yeah, they're going to a bowl game in their first year as a head coach. Very, very, very few Aggie coaches have done that. 6891 says yes to both. Uh, he had also said earlier uh, last week that he would go with a 500 Aggie team for football. Um, interesting. Okay. And, and, and maybe I'm... And, and maybe I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, as they like to say. Maybe I'm too optimistic of this football team. But with the amount of returning talent you got coming back and some of the transfers you got in, man, I don't know. Five and seven would be just blah. By the way, 1570 says MJ, Kobe, AI. Oh, I forgot about Allen Iverson. Katie, LaFlop, and Malone. (laughs) 
AI was good, dude. AI could score. Yes. All right. Yes, absolutely. Um, Seven eight five four. Consider this: two of Jordan's most famous shots over Elo and Russell were against very legit defenders. Enough said. Russell was not a legit defender. He Elo was a good was. defender. No, he wasn't. Russell couldn't guard. Russell couldn't guard. He was Utah's primary perimeter defender. Well, it's it's about the same what we're getting out of Royce O'Neal. Guys, Royce O'Neal's th- a pretty good perimeter guys defender. Guys putting guys putting thirty over him on a nightly basis. He I, has no help. Oh my goodness gracious! Are we serious? I'm gonna rip this mic, <laughs> Eric. Don't do this to me. You <laughs> said you found that rabbit hole once again. Six one three three six and six. Yes, a success. Five and seven. Only if we beat BYU. So we talked about that earlier. We did. If it's five and seven, who are does those, it matter exactly who those five wins are? Six one three three. I love this text. They have to beat BYU if they're going to get five wins. All right, more to discuss. Actually, we want to hear from some of the players. You know, there's a lot of mystery around this new transfer quarterback, Logan Bonner. Who is he? How will he fit into the Utah State system? Will he eventually be the starting quarterback, or will it be Andrew Peasley? We'll hear from them coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Home at Daryl has a farm and appliance farm. With down home country prices and big city selection. E-I-E-I-O. When you're looking for a friendly spot to drive a little and save a lot, hey, Home Downtown Benson. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. I'm going to have to put a one right here, right, Eric? So it's not expired. He <laughs> <laughs> did the same thing to you! I didn't notice yes, that. Yes, you did. Luckily, I'm a good forger. <laughs> I honestly did not notice that. Here you go. Sir, this, this expired, expired in 1992. What are you doing here? No, that's, that's 2092. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Mark Thurston from White Pine Funeral Services. On behalf of all of us here at White Pine, we want to thank the community of Cash Valley for your support this past year. Thank you for selecting us as a silver winner for the best of Northern Utah. We look forward to many more years of working with you here in our community. We know you have a choice, and we hope you will consider White Pine Funeral Services. If you have questions about cremation, funerals, or planning ahead, please contact us or visit whitepinefunerals.com. White Pine Funeral Services. Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson and the birthday boy, AJ uh, Salveson. Stop it already. Got some cakes sitting there on his desk waiting for him. We're about to have it here in just a few minutes, actually. If you want to wish AJ a happy birthday, we'd love to hear from you. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage Happy Birthday text line. <laughs> Such a uh, we, need to f- we need to figure out who won pick six. Oh, is, you is, that a, is that a birthday? Uh, okay, hold on. Another birthday hold on. wish? Or? No, don't. If you're going to ruin my birthday, be a man about it and just tell me now that you ruined it. Let's also hear from Logan Bonner and Andrew Peasley. <laughs> Try to shift the subject. Uh, new quarter. Well, one's a new quarterback at Utah State. Another one's been here for a little while. 
Al Lewis got a chance to catch up with both quarterbacks. Yeah. And certainly that's one of the biggest position battles a lot of people are paying attention to for this fall. The reports we're getting from camp seem to be they're both performing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been good on both ends. Seems like they're both throwing it well. They've they've got great chemistry with the receivers. Obviously, we know the story about Logan Bonner, a transfer from Arkansas State, comes all the way across the country to play for Utah State. Uh, Peasley had some experience last year in games. Um, they felt like they kind of fell back a little bit, but Peasley, according to Coach Anderson in the press conference, Peasley has made a fight for it for the starting job, and so I'm um, I'm interested to hear from both of them with, and they got a chance to sit down with Al. So here's uh, Logan Bonner first with Al Lewis. All right. Well, Logan Bonner, uh, we are looking forward to seeing you on the field. How was that in spring football to just watch all the time? Yeah, it was pretty frustrating. I mean, I got here second week, and then we were in practice, and my foot snapped, and I knew it was it was significant. Um, so I got surgery and then knew I was going to be out for spring, so it was really frustrating, but there's nothing I could have d- did to prevent it. So we're, uh, we're rocking and rolling now, released and ready to roll. Is the system that's going to be run here the system that was run at Arkansas State? Uh, yeah, th- pretty much. I mean, there's some different um, things that go into it, like um, freedom for the receivers a little bit more um, in certain situations. But for the most part, yeah, it's pretty much the same. So you didn't have the spring. Andrew Peasley did. Mm-hmm. What would you evaluate, and how would you evaluate Andrew and what he did? And I'm sure in the quarterback room you tried to help him. He's mm-hmm. probably trying to help you, whatever. Yeah, I thought he had a really good spring. I mean, I, th- I thought the guys all improved a lot, and I think that he was uh, really he was really getting at the end of spring, and I thought he had a really good spring. Mm-hmm. You're, what kind of quarterback are you, or do you have certain traits, or how would you describe yourself? Yeah, I'm more of a pocket passer. I mean, I can make any throw on the field. Um, there's not one I think I can't not make. Um, but I'm really an uh, anticipation guy. Um, ball's coming out a lot before the receivers and stuff like that. And I'm also a guy that can make plays with my feet if I need to. Um, I'm not looking for that, but if I have to do it, I can do it whenever I need to and uh, help the team win. What do you think of the receiving group at Utah State, Logan? I think I'm, I'm really pleased with the group. I mean, I think the guys are really mature and bought in, and, and they'll work really hard, and I'm really excited to get on the field with them. And I think that we have a really good shot to be really good this year. Now, in particular, though, you know Brandon Bowling pretty well, and – I thought he stood out in the spring game of mm-hmm. being the receiver, the guy who mm-hmm. catches all the tough ones, the guy mm-hmm. who makes the plays. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been roommates for four years <laughs> before this, and so uh, we have a really good connection. He's a, really, he's a stud. Um, he catches everything and, and runs really good routes and stuff like that. So I think that he is a big addition to the room, um, brings a lot of uh, in-game experience and stuff like that and a lot of starts. So I think that he helps the room tremendously, and I think the guys have really uh, bonded to him, and he's bonded to everybody else. So I think it's uh, added to the room and made it, really, made it a really quality room. Were you and he going to transfer together, or was that ever something happened, or is this just because Arkansas State guys came here that you both came here? Uh, I was leaving. I was the only one leaving, um, and it just so happened to be he had an opportunity and um, to leave at some point. Um, but I was leaving. I knew I was leaving. Um, I didn't tell anybody. Um, I just finished the season with my guys that I love over there, and uh, and then I had an opportunity to come here, and then I committed, and then. Um, he thought about leaving, and it, it ended up working out. So uh, we didn't plan that. Uh, I was leave- he was going to stay a senior year there, or his COVID year there, and uh, and I was going to leave. It was the best opportunity for me, um, and stuff like that. But it ended up working out. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you can probably tell us about Coach Anderson, mm-hmm. about some of these other coaches a little bit more than maybe some of us know. What do you have to say about him? 
I mean, they're great guys. I moved, I moved across country 26 <laughs> hours to come over here and, uh, in this beautiful state, in this beautiful city. Um, but I think that what you're going to get is a lot of energy um, and a lot of faith and a lot of family involved. And a lot of coaches say that, but he actually lived it. I mean, there was not one aspect of my four-year, five-year career at Arkansas State. There was never a family involved. Um, and whatever he says, he's always been true to his word and stuff like that. So I think you're going to get whatever he says he's going to do, and he's going to bring a lot of energy to the program, and I'm really excited about this year. I think that's neat. I noticed Rowlett, Texas. Mm -hmm. Kent Myers, Aggie quarterback from Rowlett, Texas. How well do you know him, or do you know anything of Kent? Yeah, we grew up together. Um, He was a couple years older than me. Um, He went to my rival high school, um, Saxe, and I was a sophomore starting, and he was a senior. And he was committed here, and uh, we played against each other. He, he got the better of me that day. Um, but once he left, we, we didn't lose to them ever again. But, uh, <laughs> no, he's a good dude. He, I talked to him a lot about coming here, um, and he said it was a great place, and he uh, was really excited for me. I just talked to him today, actually, and uh, he wished me luck, and he said he can't uh, wait to be back. I know he's going to come to one of the games this year. So, uh, But we grew up together. We've known each other since we were seven, eight years old. Um, played in the same little peewee league um and stuff like that so i've known his parents i've known him forever um so he was a big influence coming here i knew i knew he played here uh, we played my freshman year here arkansas mm-hmm. state um so that was big i knew about the town um and stuff like that so it, he was a big influence on that and i called him and i was hey i'm thinking about coming and he was super excited he was uh super excited for me and my family and he was super excited for being an alumni you guys at Arkansas State in the Sun Belt, you've got a lot more games than Utah State did last year. Big benefit, do you think, to you have had that year to come back to now play one more? Yeah, um, I actually have two more years yeah, to play. Okay, still yeah, um, so, but yeah, it was a little different. Being out here, you notice real fast that um, the different states have different rules and, and different uh conferences has different rules so like we really didn't change much we had a whole summer off season i mean we finished our spring ball we had a whole summer off season we had a whole fall camp and we had 11 game schedule um we would think the one of like four teams in the country that played the whole schedule we had one cancellation um so that was a big benefit i mean our season really never changed um we still had fans in the stands it was it's a little bit less but um it was a little different in some aspects, but I think it was good for me um, to play uh, the whole season. And, and you really can tell that, like, they were behind because we were game five, four or five when Utah State started playing or even fall camp. Mm-hmm. So it was a little different. Um, but I, I thought it was really good for me and Brandon to play uh, the whole season and stuff like that, and we got a lot of experience and then got it really just a free year out of it. So I, I'm not complaining at all. Because you were coming back from a year where you'd been the starter and got hurt, mm-hmm. right, the year before. So you probably needed that or really wanted that. Absolutely. I mean, I uh, I played the first four games, and then I tore a ligament in my thumb, had surgery. Um, and then so I got a medical from that. And then I set out 2019, which I was really bummed about. I waited my turn behind a offense, two-time offensive player of the year. And I, I was ready, and we were playing really well. And um, it just happened to get hurt, and things didn't happen go my way. But uh, I was really excited about the 2020 year. I was really hoping we were going to play. There was a couple times in fall camp, they were like, hey, we're almost not going to play. And I was really bummed out about it but it ended up working out I played the whole year and then um when I knew I was leaving I was I was really excited about a new opportunity wherever I was going to land isn't a small world though you end up in Logan Utah where Kent Myers was yeah. Rowlett, Texas and now you're here to finish off your college career yeah absolutely I knew about the place uh at a high school uh when uh Josh Heupel was here mm-hmm. um he came down and we he recruited me a little bit um but in that class, I ended up taking Jordan, mm-hmm. and obviously that worked out for Jordan really well. He's doing he's doing great, um, and it worked out for everybody. I was just going to stay closer to home, 
um, out of all the offers I had. But I knew about Kent coming uh, here. I watched him the whole time, um, stuff like that. And I knew about the town. I'd never been here. So the day I moved in was the first time I moved here uh, and seen it. But, uh, no, I, I've always known about it. I've always known it was in Logan. Um, but it's just kind of ironic that it ended up being the place I land for to finish out my career. Well, I know if Coach Anderson's going to take a new job and he's going to bring you in, he has a lot of faith in you. We have seen Andrew Peasley. We know he can play. I think we're pr- feeling pretty good about quarterback this year at Utah State. Logan, good luck to you. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Al Lewis and Logan Bonner, one of the quarterbacks competing to be the starter this fall for Utah State. Good stuff there from Al. Yeah, really good. We were just talking about it. <laughs> Al just, he, like, he has this circuit in his head. It's like an intersect of information from all Aggie sports. Like, I would have never picked up on the whole Kenton Myers thing. Not even if I did thousands of hours of research would I have picked up on Kenton Myers. And now it's like, top of his head, he probably knew it. He's like, oh, yeah, Kenton Myers' relationship. I'm like, what in the world? It's incredible. <laughs> hey, great interview with Logan Bonner. Uh, excited to see what Logan can do. I know we're practice are close to media. We're allowed to go see after, you know, and, and interview players. But um, I, I'm intrigued to see what happens at these two scrimmages, Eric. The 14th, especially the 21st, what he looks like. It sounds like they got good chemistry, but we'll see. Uh, 2787 on our Guild Mortgage text line. I have to take this opportunity to wish my fellow Boise State fan a very happy birthday. Happy yes. birthday, Ajay. Go Broncos. I wait. <laughs> 9315. I know they're having close practices, but are they letting media members in for anything? No. Um, just at the end of practices, we can speak to... Uh, the players and coaches and that, but we are not allowed in the practices either. Yeah. Uh, nine four six three. If you were to rank the USU quarterbacks since the post Brent Guy era, what what would they be? Oh jeez. Oh boy. Um. Wow. You got uh, Chucky Keaton. I put him at number two. Jordan Love. Number one. Um. Who else? Would you? I mean, Kent Myers isn't on my list. Um, I was trying to think of the quarterback the first year under uh, Gary Anderson. Not a bad athlete, but not the most accurate. DeAndre throw. Burrell. Yes. He sucked. <laughs> He's like number five. Um, Adam Kennedy. Yeah, he'd be up there. I put him up there above Meyer and Burrell. Uh, kid who transferred to Oregon State. Oh, Garrison. Uh, yeah. Is it, is it Garrison? Garrett? Or? His grandpa was an NBA referee. Yeah, yeah. Garrison or something like that. Yeah. He was all right. But, yeah, Love would be one. Chuck, you'd be two. Adam Kennedy would probably be three, and then everyone else is wherever they want to put themselves, wherever, whatever they feel like, because they don't matter. Because Love was great. Chucky was incredible. Um, Adam Kennedy was clutch. Yeah. No offense to the rest of those guys. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if if let me ask you this: if Riley Nielsen would have stuck around, do you think he would have been one of those top quarterbacks at one point? Or do you think what we saw Riley at BYU was what Riley would have been here? I think things were starting to turn when more of the reins were put in his hands as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, it, it got it got bad while he was away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to know. 
You just seem so depressed right now when you think about it. That was just a really dark, bad era of Utah <laughs> State football. <laughs> I was on a mission at the time, but my, my mom and dad would update me, and I'd be like, good gosh, I'm so glad I left on a mission. <laughs> Man. Hey, let's hear from the other quarterback. Um, it's this is This is very much a battle between these two quarterbacks, at least early on in this uh, football camp, now that Logan Bonner is available. But Al got the chance to catch up with Andrew Peasley as well. Coach Anderson had high praise for what Peasley's sure been did. doing oh, in the offseason. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, here's Al Lewis talking to Andrew Peasley. He definitely has more experience in the program at USU. And uh, here's Andrew's thoughts about fall camp and uh, trying to become the starter. Andrew Peasley, um, going into this year, does all of last year get wiped out? Or I mean, I would imagine you learned some things that could really, really help you towards this year, last year, despite yeah. the year that it kind of was. Um, I think it's good to leave some things behind, but obviously a lot of guys who were here last year, you know, we all learned something from, you know, mistakes. And you know, there's good things, too. Um, there's always good things with negative things, in my opinion. So I think we bring some of it over to help us motivate others to be better. So, you know. Well, you are the starting quarterback. You finished the year as a starter. Yes, sir. In spring... You didn't. You were the starting quarterback mm-hmm. and got a chance in this new offensive system mm-hmm. that Logan Bonner obviously knows a little bit about. I would imagine when it comes on. But what do, what do you feel about what you see offensively? Um, I think it's perfect fit for me. Uh, I like. I can use my legs. It opens up the field a lot more. Um, you know, fast-paced offense gets a lot of people, you know, surprised and they have to change things. And we just keep things basic for ourselves. And I think it'll be very deadly this year. So. Good. Using your legs. I mean, really, you got to be one of the fastest guys on the team, I'd have to think, if they had a race. Is, is it pretty close? Uh, yeah, it's probably pretty close. I'm, there's DBs and receivers that are faster than me, but, you know, I'm, I'm up there with them. So Anytime you've turned the corner as a runner, I, I haven't seen anybody <laughs> hang with you. I mean, yeah. that's been what's amazing. And then I think, uh, obviously, you are looking forward to the kind of program and offense that Coach Anderson and the staff have had where they spread the field a little bit. They got mm-hmm. three or four receivers out at different times. Mm-hmm. That's got to be kind of a fun deal, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's always good when we have good receivers and spread it out and throw the ball. But another thing is is I think we'll be able to run the ball pretty well this year, too. Um, you know, if you can run the ball consistently and good, then it opens up everything else. Everything will just click. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you connected quite a bit in that spring game with Bol- uh, Brandon Bowling, who's moved in here. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's the kind of guy that a quarterback likes to have because it looks like he catches the ball. He's he a possession kind of guy who will always be there and make a play for you. Yeah, uh, Brandon is really good. He's consistent. He knows his job and what his role is, and I'm excited for him. I'm excited for DT, McGriff, Derek Wright, Savon, all the guys. I think we all improved a lot over the summer, and I'm excited to get this going. So yeah, it wasn't probably a pretty good announcement when Devin Tompkins decided to come back after what we saw he could do mm-hmm. at times. Too. Of course, yeah, real speed, um, good guy. I think he's he's going to do really well this season. So, mm-hmm. what would you say is everybody's attitude? It is it's all new, mm-hmm. really for everybody. I mean, you got a lot of transfers and new guys who've come in who are expected to play right off the bat. But it is really kind of a for a new coaching staff, a new way of doing things. Uh, what's your reaction to all that? Um, I think everyone's buying in, so, and we're all working hard. We all bought in with Coach Jack over the summer, just kind of getting our strength and conditioning down. Um, I, I just feel excited. I feel like everyone else is really excited too, which is kind of different from last year. Things were downhill slope last year, but I see it looking up. So, 
I think I read somewhere Logan Bonner said something really nice about you working with you. You guys have already had meetings together. Obviously, oh, yeah. you haven't been on the field as much yeah. together and stuff. But what what can you talk about as far as a battle for quarterback, but also working together with another guy like that? Yeah, and quarterback's a kind of unique position because there's only one guy on the field, right? So um, I think you have to take into account that we're all trying to win that spot and – but at the same time, we're all trying to help each other. It's a weird relationship that quarterbacks have. We all get along. Um, I've never not got along with a quarterback, you know, because I think we are all have the same goals of helping others, helping the team out. So I think that, you know, competition's a good thing. We're only going to make each other better and make everyone else better. So I was just thinking, have you, have you even talked to Jordan Love since he went back? To oh, yeah. What, yeah. I mean, he was in one ball a little bit this summer, and yeah. now it looks like he's going to be back up yeah. again. But what's he saying? Uh, you know, he's he's enjoying it. Um, we FaceTime every now and then. Also talk to Henry Columbia, too. We okay. we all still get along and talk, so, yeah. Is but, Henry back in the mix? At, at, what, what what did he end up doing? He's at Texas Tech. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and is he back in the mix to play? Because yep. I know he's playing there for a while, and then, yeah. and then I don't know if he got hurt or what ended up happening last year. Yeah, he's, he's running with the ones they got a transfer kid, too, so mm-hmm. he's got competition, so. Back at it. We're all competing. <laughs> the transfer portal and all that. I mean, I'm sure after a season of one win, maybe you even looked at that. I mean, a lot of players probably mm-hmm. did. What What's your thoughts about that in college football and what it's going to do to football teams? And this year's team, it could be a real impact to the Saggy team if those mm-hmm. guys come in who can make a difference. Yeah, I think it's good and bad. Um, I think you need to have a solid reason to leave, not just I'm not playing or whatever, you know. Um but it also can help teams bringing in guys, you know, Justin Rice, mm-hmm. uh, all the guys we brought in this semester. So, yeah, I don't know. Transfer portal is weird. Um, but I think if you make the right decision, then it can all work out for you. So, Well, we would hope that, again, the upheaval of last year, and you get into the season and have it work out, play games, practice, and know you're going to play like normal, mm-hmm. that will make a whole lot of difference. Because I think last year, every game, you kind of went in not knowing who's going to be yeah. there. Who are you going to go against? Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're going to play or not, that that had to make last year so hard to yeah. to prepare and get ready for a game, yeah. even mentally and physically. I think yeah, the main thing was mentally, like going into a game, especially for coaches, like game planning, like here's what we can do, here's what we can't do, and then the day before, you know, you got five guys that have to leave, and so it was it was tough, but you know, like I said, I think there's always positives coming into this next season to look back and learn from it so this was a real fast offense when coach yost was here mm-hmm. and those guys is it as fast as that this offense it's as fast or maybe faster i don't know we'll see <laughs> it, that depends on the players and you know coach tucker calling it so we'll see mm-hmm. i think it can be fast as fast or faster so mm-hmm. and, and do you like that as a quarterback i mean obviously it puts defense on the heels mm-hmm. you would think more than it does the offense i would have to think that's the reason why you do it yeah i i, I love it um i think it's an advantage i think that coach tucker is good at calling it too it can be at a disadvantage if nothing's working like if you're just going three and out three and out but i think we have the guys to score so and if you're scoring then it's, it's a good thing so so is everything good? Players good? Off season and all of that? You feeling mm-hmm. like, hey, we can't wait uh, yeah. for Washington State? Yeah, we're excited. Um, I saw this summer has been a grind, but everyone has bought into it so good. I don't hear guys complaining. You know, it's like, oh, we got this Friday run. Let's get it. And we're all pumped in the locker room. And you know, it's just a good, uh, good vibes around the locker room, and I love it. So I'm excited. 
still a young guy as far as uh, what your year and your experience says, but still I think you're a big part of this football team no matter what. Andrew, thanks a lot for joining with us. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. I appreciate it. Andrew Peasley with Al Lewis. And, Ajay, listening to these two quarterbacks, it's clear we have two different styles of quarterbacks. Yes, we do. Fighting to be under under center for Utah State. Yep. One's a pocket guy. One's a scrambler. I think the key, there's two keys here. One, your offensive line needs to stay healthy to protect both guys. Two, they're both going to need a running game. You can't have all the pressure put on either quarterback because I don't know how well they would handle it. They need a strong running game. It sounds like they've built one that's been better, but no running back standing out as of yet that we knew. But they're both going to need both of those to be really, really effective. You've got one in a situation where there's some question about that depth of the offensive line, so you may need somebody who can scramble and be mobile. But we also have a quarterback who knows the the coach, who knows the offensive system. So this is going to be really interesting next week and a half, maybe even longer, but hopefully not too long, yeah. as Blake Anderson and his offensive staff determine who the starter is going to be. So I, I think I asked this before, and, and, and remind me of your answer. Do you think we have a starting quarterback by next Saturday on August 21st, or do you think they wait after that? I think that they will. Okay. Um. We just don't know who it will be just on the twenty first. They might, maybe they like keep giving quarterbacks both reps, and yeah, might hide the starting quarterback until game time when the offense runs out there, and that's who will know who the starter is. So, right, because both of them need reps with the ones. Yeah, it's a uh, even you know, even Peasley is around. This is a new system, new coaching staff, yeah. and there are some new players there with the transfers. Same goes with Logan Bonner. He may know and understand the philosophies of the offense, but there's a lot of new players here. So whomever it is kind of needs to be decided on pretty soon to give them maximum reps before that uh, season opener yep. at Washington State. Yep. All right, a quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. When we come back, A.J. Salveson's birthday week, will it continue with celebrations or with sadness? I hate you. And you already know who won. We give the results. Just, here, I'm going to come over and look. Pick six coming up next here on the Full Court Press. This is Ryan at My Mattress. We all know some of the side effects of not sleeping well, forgetfulness, inability to focus, bad driving, hallucinations now and again. Does this sound familiar? City of Lewiston? Lewiston. We at My Mattress care about you and your well-being. Prove all the other cities wrong and show them that you do care about better sleep and buy a mattress at My Mattress. If you're sleep deprived and can't remember where we're located, we're at 981 South Main by the South Walmart, Lewiston. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services, and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. A diamond is forever and is perfect to represent your love. For those special occasions, give her a natural, one-of-a-kind diamond as unique as she is. Our exclusive brand, Need and Brilliant Diamonds, is both beautiful and affordable with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $499. We have hundreds of sparkling diamonds at our Integrity Price Guarantee with financing available. An investment for generations to come, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. SE Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. 
Eric France and Ajay Salveson, the birthday boy here on the Full Court Press. You can still wish him a happy birthday, 435-339-0321. Your takes on what we just heard from the USU quarterbacks. You can also share those thoughts on our Guild Mortgage text line. Ajay, we also need to find out who won pick six. Was it a happy birthday weekend that continues? Oh, just freaking. Or oh, is would it a you way stop to with the narration and just wrap it up and You know, you make me go drown your sorrows in game. that chocolate cake on your desk. I hate this game. No, no, I'm gonna freaking give you the chocolate cake because I want you to eat whatever's inside of that. Oh, okay. I don't want it. Uh all right, so pick six results. I need to go grab the cake. Number one. USA versus France. Gold medal game. Rudy Gobert rebounds. 13 and a half. You went under. I went over. He had eight. It's one for you. Who would be the second leading scorer for Team USA? Booker, Middleton, Lillard, or other? I said Booker. You said Middleton. It was actually Tatum who scored 19. So neither one of us got that one. In the bronze medal game between Australia and Slovenia, how many points would Joe Ingles get? We set the line at nine and a half. I took the under. You went over. He had 16. Joe looked great. Now, Patty Mills looked outstanding. But uh, Australia getting the bronze medal. First time that country's ever won a bronze medal in men's basketball. So it's pretty exciting. So now you're two. I'm zero. Uh, in baseball, Andrew Heaney versus the Mariners on Saturday. How many earned runs would he give up? It was uh, The line was set at three and a half. He actually gave up four. You took the over. I took the under. So what's the score here right now? You're like Al Lewis. You don't give the score. Three to zero. For who? For you. I gave the score a second ago, but you weren't paying attention. But I was, it's watching, okay. this, we can give I was it watching this lion. Like it's eating this hyena. For the Dodgers on Saturday, uh, Julio, who, which Julio? Julio Urias? I don't know. Yeah, I just Julio, down Julio yeah. for the Dodgers. Yeah, it's Julio Uranus. <laughs> what? It's not Julio Uranus. <laughs> yes, it is. Look at the spelling. <laughs> How many strikeouts? Uh, Julio set Uranus. The line at seven and a half. We yeah. both took the under. He had five, so we both got that correct. So now you're four. I'm one. And the last one, Jimmer Fredette versus the Heat. All right. Uh, Points, 12 and a half. You took the under. I took the over. He did not play. My friend. You got five correct. I had one. Oh, man. I would have won the tiebreaker, but. All right. So your punishment is you have to eat the cake that Irma gave us because I don't trust it. I ain't touching that cake. I'm too scared, man. But we, I don't know why you're so afraid hey, of that cake. Hey, if she asked, just say I ate it, okay? Ajay, you realize this is two weeks in a row? <laughs> is this two weeks in a row? <laughs> 9463, sound the horn. Ajay wins. Hail our king. Yes. Now Ajay loves pick six hey. from 9315. Okay, Eric, now it's your turn to get hosed okay now if you lose next week it's high stakes pick six will you be shaving your head waxing your chest will you be 
piercing the pecs? Who knows? <laughs> we will be finding out next week if you lose pick six. <laughs> After losing three in a row? You yes. were like on the verge of losing ten in a row yeah, before no, we brought out actually, the wheel of fate. No, correction. Okay. And I, I actually am starting to come around the wheel of fate, by the way. I think it's a good idea. I think we need to start using it weekly. <laughs> weekly? Up the ante a little bit. Wow. You're just afraid you're going to be on that wheel of fate, aren't you? You know, I knew it was your birthday weekend. You I didn't want to make pecs. you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. You win pick six. <laughs> so long, everybody. <laughs>